peoples, peasants, Good evening. kings, queens. That guy in Arkansas licking his wall. That guy in Arkansas, yes. <laughs> and the dude that's been awake for a week and a half straight in New York in that apartment with everything on the wall and pens and papers. Just sitting naked letting the cat lick at his ankles. Yep. Going down the rabbit hole. All right, hey folks, this is uh, Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. I am Biscuits. This other gentleman is Gravy, and he is so bald that when planes fly over, they blind the pilots. Damn, that's harsh, man. That's that, that, that's real harsh coming from a man wearing a hat. That's all. I, I'm not going to say anything. You're covering hey, yours up. I hey, wear hey. mine with pride. Well, you know that little psoriasis. <laughs> You know, what is it called? Psoriasis, uh, eczema. Eczema, yeah. Not pleasant to look at. I'd rather have a bald head. Oh, come on. Yes, I would. Look, I had <laughs> I had a 88-year-old patient this weekend, and the, the poor darling, she was beautiful. I loved her. She wore a wig, and she took her wig off in her sleep, and she was like, oh, no, you're seeing my hair. I said, darling, I've been going bald since I was 18. I said, you are doing eight. great. Well, you accused me of seven <laughs> on our first Oh, podcast. I did go that I, I went that low, Dude, didn't I? Yeah, but I appreciate that you went up in age. Okay, all right. <laughs> Making me feel a little better here. <laughs> Man, my, my psoriasis is on my, uh, it's on my scalp, it's on my legs, and uh, that's like, you know, my, my shins, should I say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the area there in the front that's between the knees and the, the ankles. Thanks for clearing that up for me. I appreciate that. Exactly. I mean, you are a nurse. <laughs> I want to make sure that you're, uh, you know, so, and I don't tan well. My tan is actually being white. That's what a tan is for me. Um, I go from pale to pink and then white. Well, you are a ginger. Signs. Yes, yes, I am. And unfortunately, you know, combine that paleness you know, where Casper is actually impressed by my skin color. I have psoriasis, which is like this eczema. you know, kind of get them all in there, why not? It's like this red, patchy, flaky, just, it does not look good. I don't know how many times since I was about 24, I think, when it occurred, uh, came about, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And it's like, what, what is that? I always have some kind of remark. It's just, I, I can't help it. And sometimes around people... You know, they don't really like some of the remarks that I give because it's just instant, you know. You know, I can't stand that. If you have a medical condition and then people want to be judgmental of that, that automatically puts me off of those people, you know. Mm -hmm. It's something you can't help. And I'm sorry, you just say, oh, uh, is this a rash or, oh, no, it's psoriasis or it's eczema. And then you go, oh, okay, the shit ain't contagious. You're not going to catch it. I'm That's sorry you don't like looking people. at it, you know, but I don't like looking at a lot of people's faces. I don't go and cover their friggin' face up with a bag. Well, you're not supposed you know? to. Well, they tell me that, but I'm still going to try. <laughs> I don't care how hard they wrestle me. I'm going to give it the effort. <laughs> I don't even remember what all the nicknames I... One, one, I know one a couple. I was out hiking. One couple was like, "Hey, did you get burned?" I was like, "No, no, no. That's leprosy. It's uh, clearing away." Oh my god! <laughs> really? You went, you went the leper route? Oh yeah, I've done that a couple times. Oh, how happy on of you! That's brilliant. I love it. 
Yeah, what's another one? Um, uh, let's see. I, I've used herpes, syphilis. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's that? Uh, what's that skin disease that you, they they give you a vaccination for before you deploy? Not ant for the anthrax, but the other one starts with an S. Smallpox, right? Pox. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell them it's smallpox. Oh my! Really? A disease that we haven't seen in how long? <laughs> Telling them you got smallpox. <laughs> I mean, God's sakes, didn't we use that horribly against the uh, the Native Americans? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And you're telling people you got smallpox. That's awesome. Well, uh, <laughs> we were at, uh, I forget which beach it was, and uh, someone asked me about it. It was one of the tourists, and I said I got bit by some uh, some bug out here that, you know, is starting to grow, and I don't know what it was, but I had a very severe allergic reaction to it. It's like, is it common? I'm like, well, I mean, this this is just what I have. And I'm like, you should see my brother-in-law. He's got one. It's even worse. So I just start, you know, throwing stuff out there. But I can't help should it. Have told it's, him just, it. it's automatic. You know? If it's if it's Taurus, you need to tell him it's sand fleas from Waikiki Beach. <laughs> I have not used Watch that, that one beach yet. clear out. <laughs> you know what? I should go there once just to yell out sand fleas and just start running through a crowd of people. But you got to itch yourself real good. Get it real red and inflamed and then do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is an awful story, but one time uh, me and my dad were camping in Arizona. And for some reason, I ended up getting hives, like just all over my torso. And for about two weeks afterwards, I could just kind of start itching myself and they'd pop back up. Mm. So... I was at work one night, and for those of you who don't know, when I was in high school, from the time I was 15 to the time I graduated, I worked from midnight till 6 a.m. So I worked midnight till 6 a.m., and then I went to school. After school, I went home, slept, got up, and then worked again, and then went to school. And some nights, you know, I was just exhausted. I was like, Jesus, I'm tired. And I was just exhausted this one night. My manager was being a jerk off, and... I was like, I want to go home. So I started itching. I went in the back and just started scratching my chest a lot. I was like, I'm going to get this lady. So I scratched and scratched and scratched. And I went up and I said, I got to go home. I said, I got this weird rash. She goes, I don't see it. And I lifted up my shirt and she goes, oh, my God. She goes, go, go, go home. I was like, hell yeah, strutted out of that place. I, the only time I did that, it was a, it was a Hardee's over in uh, 75th Novira. Over in Lenexa, Kansas, and um, I, I was taking a dump, and I was like, you know what? I just I want to go home, so I, I I reached in and I put just a little bit of my underwear, you know, finished uh, up, washed my hands, everything went out, and uh, I, I went I went over to the uh, the assistant manager, and I've been over. It's like I I think I made an accident. You mind if I? He's like, just just go home. I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you you fake shat yourself <laughs> just to get out of work. Yeah. <laughs> that is a new level. Like, I, I hate to admit this, but I actually have shat myself at work. And I'll tell you what, I didn't get to go home. <laughs> I had to change and keep working. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Which is a story. That's a story for another time. We'll, we'll get we'll get to short stories on another cast. You know, of all my jobs, the 
before I joined the military. That was one of my favorites because um, I worked at a lot of different restaurants and fast food places. And, you know, I, I, I did pretty good there. You know, I was closing manager, uh, supervisor, whatever you want to say. And we had some great times. I think I was, what, 18, 17 or 18, somewhere right around there. And of all the stuff I used to do there, I only got fired um, because it was around Christmas time. Uh, and this new uh, assistant there, supervisor, I just called her the linebacker because she was built like one. And uh, six foot six, two thirty. Oh, the shoulders were broad. I mean, she was she was a linebacker. Two axe handles wide, kind of long. She'd be famous in the NFL. She'd get all kinds. Of, um, she should have done that lingerie football league. Why are you gonna? <laughs> Why are you just picturing her in lingerie? I just yeah, thanks, man. Oi. <laughs> oh Jesus. She was like a good six foot, probably two or three, I, I would say. But yeah, I I had the Christmas Eve off, I think it was, and uh, they were gonna be open Christmas Eve, but not Christmas. And mm -hmm. so. My boss gives me a call says, hey, man, can you work just a couple hours? You can get off at this certain time or whatever it was. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I can do that. I, I can pitch in. So get there, and the time comes. And I just remember, I was like, all right, it's my time to leave. I'd been there maybe even a few minutes after. And, of course, the boss is at home. That supervisor, the linebacker's there. And she goes, uh, she goes, no, you, you have to stay till we close. I was like, no, boss man said this. No, this is what I'm holding to. He's uh, a little higher in that rank than you are. That's right, chain of she, command, baby. Uh, she says, well, if you leave, you're not going to come back. And, of course, you know, I left. I was like, whatever. <laughs> and uh, the next uh, couple days, you know, I called in the boss. He's like, yeah, yeah, she fired you. There's nothing I can do about it. I was like, are you serious? So. Ah, that's so dick. I know. I mean, but for me, I knew how to get into the... Uh, um, they had like a little basement thing so when you like come in the back or in the front whatever they have mm -hmm. like the stairs going down to like uh, the basement where they have the deep freezer and all a bunch of the dry stuff whatever in there so I went down there and I took a shit in the corner <laughs> <laughs> see I have this master plan that if I ever get fired from my job I'm gonna get a bunch of frozen fish mm -hmm. and I'm gonna take them in and put them up in the drop ceilings and then just let them thaw. I mean, come on. Yeah. That is so good. And people will be walking around like, damn, what is that smell? Oh, is it? Is that you, Barbara? No, it's not me. I showered yesterday. Hey, you were my Barbara, right? Barbara? Yeah. A woman named Barbara? I've known a lot of Barbaras. Well, uh, the, the, the rubber chicken. Your rubber chicken was named Barbara? The, you remember those posts for years? I had a picture of rubber chicken. Yeah, you always had that rubber chicken. Yeah, I remember Barbara. the rubber chicken. I didn't know you had named it Barbara. Yeah, she died. And then, oh, what uh, happened? So I got another Barbara, Barbara 2, and her head got eaten off my friend's dog. Well, what, what happened to the first Barbara? Was it... Was it suicide? Was it cancer? I don't know. Someone abducted her and never gave it back. <laughs> Someone stole your rubber chicken. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What kind of monster steals a man's rubber chicken? 
Yeah, so Barbara just straight up disappeared. No clue what's going on with her. And then uh, Barbara too, you know, of course, decapitated by a big dog. <laughs> so, oh, pretty dogs though. At least, at least she got eaten by something beautiful. No, it was except it slobbered like you wouldn't believe. Oh, I bet all over the torso. Poor Barbara. I'm talking my pants, <laughs> and my hand, and face, and everything. But <laughs> so yeah, and then I got one that had a, like a peg leg, like a little in an eye patch. Called him Cat. He was Captain Jack. Nice, nice. Uh, I mailed him to somebody I don't remember who. And now he's gone too. Yes, and now I have Tim. Oh, look at Tim. He's so tiny. Yes, he is. Tiny Tim, is that what you call him? Just Tim. Just Tim, not Tiny Tim? Yeah, just Tim. Ah, wasted joke. Charles <laughs> Dickens would be pissed. <laughs> he's an evil yeah. man. Charles Dickens is an evil man. Why? How is Charles Dickens evil? Uh, I'll make I'll he's, get to that later. Okay, okay. You're gonna have to lay that on me because you know he's writer of a lot of classics, so I want to hear that. Okay. So did you? Did I? Here's my thing. I really didn't study worth a crap. I mean, I kind of looked at a few things, but not really wrote down a bunch. So I don't have really yeah. any details about any major subject off memory or to read off of. Yeah, I had. Uh, I was uh, going to do some of my research at work, and uh, I've worked uh, four twelves these last four days, like average, what, three and a half, four hours of sleep every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got some stuff. I've read up on some stuff, but, you know, memorized, written down. Damn, man, I just couldn't get it done. I don't remember what I told you I was going to speak of. Oh, Jesus thought you were going to talk about uh, the Yellowstone Fisher. Oh, yeah, that was something I meant to look up yeah. and never did. Yeah. Uh, well, I was talking to one of my buddies about that uh, at work, uh, my friend Gary. I worked with him this weekend, so there was, uh, it was the Gary and Gary show in the uh, CCU this weekend. He is the uh, ex-combat medic that I work with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, did, uh, he was an officer in the Army, great guy. And me and him were talking about it, and he's, I was like, have you heard about this? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, have you read some articles? He goes, yeah. Because he's, he's, you know, up on a lot of, you know, natural events and current events and very political. Mm. And uh, I said, why don't you think that we're not hearing about this on the news? And he said, you know, I don't know why I didn't broach it to him before that, but he's like, well, why would they? They got Trump to talk about. And, you know, this guy is, uh, he's a Republican and he does, you know, he backs a lot of Trump policies. And I'm like, you know, we get along just fine. I consider myself a liberal in a lot of aspects, uh, but I'm also a Republican in some. And he goes, yeah, why? He goes, it's not newsworthy. I said, that's a pretty big shame that a giant fisher opening up on a mega volcano that is 40,000 years over erupting is not news right now because some jerk off wants to tweet something you know I, really this is a gigantic natural catastrophe that could happen that could end the US but we're not going to talk about it 
Well, here's the thing. There's a, there's a lot of fake stuff going about it because I, I think I first learned about it on Twitter, to be honest. I have a, I have a whole bunch of people I follow and like a little list I'll do. So I have like a list of alternative news stuff that I'll, I'll look up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I we have, both. Yeah, I have like stuff to follow, like different topics I'll have. So, you know, it's surprisingly you actually do get a lot of good stuff on Twitter, at least when something happens the very beginning of it. But um, yeah. here's the thing was, uh, it was like two days ago, two or three days ago maybe it was, and there was a live feed, and it was like talking about the uh, uh, the fissure and everything, and the live feed of the fissure, and, the, and it even said the Yellowstone volcano. So I'm looking at it, and it shows like a, one clip, it goes to uh, uh, like a recording or something of the fissure, then it goes to, you know, volcano. I'm looking, I'm like, you know, this looks familiar. And then it explodes, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, this is Mount St. Helens. Oh, God, man, you went back to the 80s. No, this is what they're doing. They're labeling as they're labeling it, labeling it uh, as this. Uh, I mean, come on. And I, I saw, oh, yeah, I, was, I started reading the comments, and I'm like, man, these people are stupid. We are that uh, smart. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook, but there's a picture making the rounds. And it it, it it looks like an AR-15 laid out on a bed. That's what it camera. looks like. Yes! Yes. Yes. And, and my, uh, my uncle, my uncle Mike, uh, posted it. And the caption was like, people think we shouldn't own these. And I looked at it and I was like, that doesn't even look like an AR really. I was like, that's some weird mods on it. I'm at the... So I clicked on the picture and enhanced it. And I look at the strap and the strap says Nikon. Like, yeah, like that's some really piss poor putting together right there. And I just put under it. I was like, uh, you know, I don't think it's an AR. I think that's a camera with attachments that are placed in the form of an AR-15. And, you know, enhance the picture. And I just simply said under that, enhance the picture. You know, and somebody under it was like, oh, my God, it actually is, you know, a tripod, a camera, a magnifying lens, a macro lens, and all this. And uh, after that, there were no more comments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And that's the kind of crap I hate about social media is that you can put a picture out with a caption and a lot of people are just going to dive on it. Oh, yeah. They're not going to look into it. They're not going to research it. We're such a, a, a quick feed society, you know. We have the attention span of gnats now. We're not going to take the time to look anything up. And that that's really oh, hold distressing. On, hold on, hold on. You said gnats? Gnats, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. I have, no, no. We, gnats actually have a pretty good attention span. If I'm outside by the pool when after it rains, everything's wet, and I want to smoke a cigarette and have a beer, <laughs> they are constantly bothering me. Their attention span is there because they don't give up. Did you ever think you're just that sexy to gnats? Maybe it's food. Don't knock yourself, man. You're an attractive man. With and it might be to all species. With psoriasis. I, don't, don't bring the psoriasis into it. They don't look at that. They are non-judgmental in that fact. Uh-huh. They're not like people. They're like, psoriasis or not, this is a sexy beast. I want to be around him. So pale I get that. Nighttime, I think it's a second moon that's walking on the ground. I've seen milk get jealous of your whiteness. (laughs) 
yeah. to where me, I tan so bad, I look, look like I'm from <laughs> another country. <laughs> and my wife gets mad as hell because she can't tan worth a shit. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I walk into a haunted house, I'm so white that the ghost will come up and give me a high five. <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> I gotta remember that one. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Oh, shit. <laughs> so how's your week been? You been alright? Family been good? Uh, yeah, yeah, family's good. Um, I've been playing uh, the last few days on uh, the boy. He's got a, what is it called? Xbox 360. We got it at, uh, you know, I think it was used, pre-used or whatever. So we got this game, yeah. uh, Marvel, or Lego Marvel Superheroes. It's a Tell game. me more. I, I have an Xbox One, so I want to hear, hear it. I play a lot of games, you know. I'm a gamer. That's an advance well, for me. Casual you know, it's, 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 uh, it's addicting. You know, I, I didn't think it would be. It's, you know, Lego Marvel characters. And uh, yeah, Well, they got those Lego movies. Yeah, actually, Me and my son, uh, watch, we, we watch the uh, Lego Batman and yes, all yes. that stuff. We love it. The ninja ones, I think, because we took the boy to see one that came out recently, and I don't remember what it was called. You talking about like the Ninja Go, that stuff? Yeah, we did see that one in a theater. Uh There was a Marvel one, I think, or maybe it was another DC. I don't remember. Yeah, we've seen a couple of them. The boy loves this. My wife just got me a God, I love her for this because my wife hates horror movies, despises them. I can't get her to watch them with me. I get two a year. In 12 months, she will watch two horror movies with me. My six-year-old loves horror movies. I'm moving to Hawaii. I'm moving <laughs> in with you. And me and your son are going to hang out. Hey, because, remember look, when I, uh, American Horror Story... I couldn't even watch Shark Week because my son was so scared of the sharks. <laughs> you watch Shark Week. Oh, dude, I love Shark Week. I'm going to end this conversation it. right now. Oh, look, you end this conversation, I will come there and I will rip your sack off like a paper towel. Yoink! <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I just, I don't know, for me, Shark Week is just not interesting. They, well, now it's not. Like, when I, I was watching it this week, we uh, when I was at work last Sunday when it started, we were watching it, and they had, like, Shaq on there, and that, uh, yeah, Shaq, Rob Riggle, uh, Ronda Rousey. I was like, why are these people even involved with this? I do not care that a celebrity is getting in the water with sharks unless they're getting eaten. Or, or that's uh, the only... wrestling. If... Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only reason I care. And, and this shark, like they had Shaq, they built a special shark cage for Shaq because you know he's like, you know, eight feet what's, tall. Yes, you know. Eight foot tall, three hundred and some pounds. And let me tell you something else. That Buick commercial that he was in, do you remember that when he was sitting in the Buick? And he was like, "Oh, the Buick is a great car." That's bullshit. That dude was sitting in the back seat, and you know that they took the front seat out, put him in the back seat. It was like, "Yeah, that's the commercial." Horseshit. <laughs> so I'm watching this, and I was like, "Why are they on this? This is supposed to be about the animal." Like, I, I watch it to learn about them. Like, I enjoyed it when they were showing the sharks off South Africa, that they actually showed that they attacked from the bottom and jumped out of the water. And it was this whole new behavior for great whites that really hadn't been documented. I was like, wow, you know, that's really interesting, just because I like learning about animals in that aspect. 
But it almost seems like now they're just putting crap out there just for viewership. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I can't stand that. Like, put it, Discovery should put stuff out there for the information, not just for the viewership, not yeah, for the it's ratings. Not, it's Discovery, yeah. National Geographic, it's not how it yeah. used to be. No, not even close. And uh, we were watching last night, uh, we had it on one of the TVs, we were running around working. And we'd occasionally glance at it, and they had that uh, Naked and Afraid mm-hmm. on uh, on there. And it was like the Shark Week, air quotations, uh, Naked and Afraid. And it was, you know, semi-interesting from what I caught. But really, you have to link it with other crap now? It's it, Sharks aren't interesting in and of themselves. One of the oldest creatures on Earth, as old as the dinosaurs, an apex predator... That is unrivaled in its natural habitat, which humans aren't even that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put us in the Amazon, we're going to eat by jaguar in like five, ten minutes. You know, a fur to lance, uh, we're, we're done. We, we just do not have that apex predator mentality. And I hate that they have turned it into a media circus. It just distresses me so bad that that's what it's turned into. Yeah, I can't watch TV. I mean, it, it's even if something on Netflix, I'm kind of picky about what I watch. Like um, when I was, I'm, I, uh, like literally for like a second, I brought up the American Horror Story. Um, <laughs> when when that first came out, I, uh, the first season with the the murder house, and the second season, oh. yeah, the, the yeah. three seasons I liked were the first three because you had the murder house, yeah. you had the mental hospital, and the second one, then the witch's covenant, and the third, my in the, the mental song, hospital, yeah. Oh. That one was oh, my favorite right there. That was my favorite by far. Mm-hmm. And the theme song, like my six-year-old loved the theme song. He'd be doing something and the theme song would come on. He would stop, just completely stop and just look at the TV. <laughs> you, you just went up in respect by like four notches with me because your kid knows the American Horror Story theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I just went tick, 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 tick. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, and now it's turning into like Lady Gaga. I'm not trying to say anything bad about her. She's she's a, an amazing artist. She does what she does. That's awesome. Like I, for me, she's like our, she's our version of what the '80s was for Madonna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's really a trendsetter. She's doing something. She's making new music and breaking new ground, and I think that's awesome. But American Horror Story. Oh yeah, I got you. But uh, uh, American Horror Story, I just, I shut off on the fourth season. I really did. Like, I, the Freak Show one, I kind of got into. But then I fell off of that one. But I only got into that because I knew the history of some of the actual freaks. I hate using that word, but, you know, that's what they were dubbed back then. Yeah. Uh, that, that they were actually portraying. And I really dug that. Like, I was like, wow, they're actually bringing real-life people who actually had these afflictions or medical conditions and are putting them on TV like this. So it's like another round of infamy or, or, you know, notoriety for them. And I enjoyed that. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. But, you know, I just – after that, I was just so fell off of it. I just didn't even care anymore. The Witches one, that that I got into. I enjoyed that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like that they keep the same actors and put them in different roles every time. Yes, yes, that you I know, did that, like that. That's, each one that's 
really good ones. It, it almost reminds you of like the uh, the uh, Shakespeare Royal Acting Company, you know, from England, where they're constantly putting the same actors in different roles, so you get to see them evolve and play these different people. I find that, you know, like Maggie Smith. For people who don't know who, don't know who Maggie Smith is, she uh, played uh, Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. uh, God, what was her name in that? Um, the, the Potterheads are going to kill me for this. Cause I, the red-headed one? Nah, not the red-headed one. Uh, she was one, one of the teachers. Um, oh, my God. I'll come back to it later. I'll remember it. Okay. Got a lot going on in my head. I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, we got a lot going on right now, so I apologize. What, uh, had, 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 I don't remember what all I did this week. I did, oh, yeah, had appointments. Uh-huh. Did you, did the VA actually keep them, or did they extend them this time? Wait, no, I take it back. No, no, um, well, shoot, I already told you I had the eye appointment. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Okay. I think that was the last one. I don't even know if that was Monday last week or the one before. No, you had your mental health. Yeah. And then you had your eye appointment. Okay, that was all one week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can't keep track. Did you get glasses? No, not yet. They don't come until like the 24th. Oh, so you you do have to wear glasses now? Um, to, to a point. I mean, if I need to see far for something, but I mean... I still do pretty good. It's just a little. I'm I'm barely, you know, out of the whole, the uh, good vision spectrum or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, Dude, uh, I need glasses so bad. You're basically just an attractive blur to me. <laughs> sure, that's not the video quality because you're like a blur to me too. No, no, it's not the video quality. You are just an attractive blur. <laughs> okay, because I, I was gonna say I see like the sun, and then like your beard just below it which is all you should see of me <laughs> that's literally how I should be out when I walk around just this bright light with a beard <laughs> the rest is inconsequential <laughs> Tim quiet we're talking oh man so how'd your week go I was it was pretty good uh I was off Monday through Wednesday, so but it was raining here, so I didn't get to take my son swimming. So we're getting to the point where he's swimming without floaties and without a life vest, and he's doing real good. And uh, work Thursday through Friday, and you know it's just a kind of ball buster of a weekend at work. A lot of sick people needing help, but we got through it. Uh, one of our nurses left, who uh, I've known for what ten years now. Uh, awesome lady. Uh, her name's Nicole, and she's going to do home health. But she was actually uh, the first nurse when I was in school that I ever actually uh, trained under. And uh, it, was, it was really sad to see her go. It's a big bummer. So I'm going to miss her. But now I got three more days off, and then back to the four. Okay, now, now we had a discussion just, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? On Probably Messenger before. about the old lady. That was yesterday. That was Saturday. That was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, it was two days ago. Okay, now go on to your your Messenger and just just read that conversation. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I can t tell you what happened. I don't got to go into Messenger. It's very stark in my mind because this hasn't happened in a very long time. Oh my um, god. 
for those of you who aren't in the healthcare field, a lot of people who get older, uh, they get dementia and, you know, Alzheimer's, whatnot, and some... Self there in 10 years? I, I'm hoping I get there. But I hope I'm the cool one, like I'm just kind of happy and confused, mm. and I'm not aggressive and confused. Uh, but in uh, earlier in the night, my partner and I, who uh, my partner that night was uh, Tracy, and she is the actual lady who trained me in uh, critical care nursing. Uh, she's got like 30, 35 years experience. She's amazing. Like I consider her a second mom. And uh, she was her patient. And at one point in the night, early in the night, about eight, nine o'clock, we had to go pull her up in bed and we both walked in and she was sweet as pie. This, I mean, just lovely, lovely lady. We pulled her up, we chatted a minute and I, you know, went back out and went back about my business with my patients. But uh, it got to be about, I would say about two in the morning and she was getting a little confused, which happens. Uh, it's can be a condition which we call sundowners which they get confused when the sun goes down and she was trying to undress she was trying to take off her gown and take off her stuff and uh my partner she, she's got a bad knee she can't get up uh very quickly and i saw her getting undressed i was like oh i got it i got it i got it so i you know go trucking into the room and i didn't there was a family member in the room and i didn't want to wake them up so i didn't you know kick on the light right away so I walked up next to the bed and I was like, sweetheart, you know, you can't, you can't get undressed, you know, we got to keep our clothes on here. So I went to try and uh, just get her arm back in her gown and she got just extremely agitated. And I was like, I was, you know, no, no, no. I said, no, no, dear. I'm just, my name is Gary. I'm a nurse. I'm here to help. You know, I just, let, let, let's not get naked. Let's not get naked. And uh, I was, you know, just had... I didn't even have a good grip on her. It was very light. I mean, she was just frail as a bird, thin as a herring's leg. I think she weighed maybe 90 pounds at most. And uh, trying to get her, just to, just get her arm back in a gown, which, you know, if you're, have you ever tried to dress someone who doesn't want to get dressed? Like uh, a drunk? Uh, yes, a drunk and uh, kids. Okay. Well, let, let's go with, well, kids aren't as strong, but for some reason, older, confused patients have the strength of, like, I don't know, Brock Lesnar? Yes, I mean, they are extremely strong people. I, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's just a surge of adrenaline that they have. But I was <laughs> trying to get her dressed, and, uh, <clears throat> and she just decided to whoop the shit out of me. I was just sitting there, and basically my arms were up. I felt like like Ali versus Foreman, like just let her wear herself out, arms up, just kind of, and, <laughs> and 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 she was screaming, just I, I I and I was you know just trying to I was trying to calm her down the whole time. I was like, no, it's okay, it's okay. Just speaking very softly. I'm a nurse. My name is Gary. I'm just here to help. And she was just going and going and going, and then she just grabbed both my hands because I had my hands up. And she grabbed a finger on each hand and, like, started uh, bending one finger on each hand. Like, she had him bent back. Like, you would, you know, you know how I mean. Like, you know, if someone's hands are, their, palm, their palms are facing them and they got, you know, and you're bending them back. She had one on each finger and she was bending them back and she's just yelling, let me go! Let me go! And I was just very softly, you know, like, sweetheart, you have a hold of me. 
you're grabbing me. <laughs> and uh, the, the family member in the room who was uh, exceedingly nice, you know, he was like, maybe we should get a female nurse in here. And I was like, she's at the desk. She'll be here in a minute. And meanwhile, you know, my fingers are hyperextended to 120 degrees. And I'm like, please. And I, at that point, I'm sweating with pain. Like, just please let me go. I just want to be let go at this point. And finally, my partner came up and she walked in the doorway. I was like, you know, Tracy? And she goes, yes. And she let go. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> my fingers are throbbing and I'm dripping sweat. And, and she's like, Gary, I got it. And I was like, thank you. And stood up all shaky and walked out. And the family was like, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, no, I said, no don't apologize. It's, you know, it's this is just what's happening with her. It's not anything. I don't take it personally. You know, this is what we deal with this on a daily basis with confused people. And uh, it was just after that, I, I told Tracy, I said, I really don't think it's the best idea for me to go in that room again. <laughs> and uh, even that morning, the, the family member had called out and said she wanted some ice. And Tracy was sitting down. I said, I'll, I'll grab the ice. And uh, I went and got a cup of ice. And I went over and I knocked on the, the side of the door. And I just kind of stuck my arm in. I was shaking my arm, and I'm like, I got the ice. And he came up and grabbed it, and he's like, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. Walked away. In, but, you in know, truth, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he was trying to give her a kiss, and she freaked out. Oh, you lying ass. I have never, <laughs> ever uh, attempted to kiss a patient. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> you horrible shit. No, but uh, but and uh, it was it's just something that happens in healthcare, and you just have to learn to deal with it. I I had one patient my uh, my first year in nursing, and I, I was completely unprepared for this. But I went around and I did my assessments. I had six patients at the time, and she was very nice, very sweet. And about an hour later, I came back to give her her medications, and she thought I was trying to poison her. Oh wow! And I mean, yelling, screaming, ripped out her IVs, ripped off her telemetry. I mean, she was freaking out, and she even, like, I, I don't know how she thought I was trying to poison her, but she was able to grab her phone and call her family and say, this guy's trying to poison me. And I was like, look, all right, I'm backing out. My uh, CNA at that time, uh, Miss Marie, who I love her to death, she retired. Uh, I, I miss her to this day, and if it weren't for her and her sister, I think my first three years in nursing, I would have never eaten when I was on shift if they hadn't fed me but uh but she went in and calmed her down and she just did a great job and that just goes to show you how great you know uh cnas are and aides are to nurses you know without them we couldn't do our jobs i mean honestly and holding completely but uh then the family showed up and when the family showed up it was like three guys and they were all 5'11 to 6'3 Weighing from like 190 to 250. <laughs> and now keep in mind, people, I'm what? 5'8? Clocking in at what? 150 max? And they were pissed. <laughs> and they're like, who is 415's nurse? <laughs> and at that point, I, you know, sometimes you can handle it calmly, sometimes you have to be a little aggressive. And I chose at that point, which I think was the right choice, to be a little loud and aggressive. And I said, I am. Now come with me and listen. 
and I pulled them to the side and I explained to them what's happening and I pulled Miss Marie over and she explained to them what's happening. I said, now walk to the room with me. We walked to the room and I, you know, did an orientation on her and I said, what's your name? What's the date? Who's the president? And she was, she knew her name, which was awesome, but she was completely off on the rest. And I said, she is confused. And I said, it would be a great help if one of you could stay here tonight and just help us. I said, if you can, fine. If not, fine. We'll handle it either way. And uh, one of them was very nice, and he was like, of course, I will. And I was able to get an IV back in her and give her her medications that she needed. And after that, the night went really smoothly. She she leveled out, and you know, it all got back to normal. But that's just one of the things you deal with in healthcare, especially with an, an older gen, you know, an older person, is that that happens at night. And it, you know, even a person who is not confused sometimes can get confused in the hospital because you take them out of their natural state, their natural environment, which they're used to and they can handle. And now, you know, they wake up in the middle of the night, it's strange, they don't know where they are, they're confused. And it's not uncommon for them to get aggressive. And so you just gotta learn to deal with it. But as, you know, a first year nurse, dude, it, it blew me away. I was like, are you kidding me? This is what I gotta deal with all the time? Did I choose the right profession? Should I drive a forklift? And, but I'm glad I stuck with it because I, I wouldn't do anything else now. Hmm. I mean, it's, I hate to say it, but it, it's that common that every nurse deals with it on almost every shift. You and know, if you don't, I, like, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I can kind of see it too. And you're doing what, like more so the elderly, correct? Yes, we, we have a more elder population. Uh, especially at our hospital, we have a, a small community hospital. It's only 101 beds, and we deal with more chronic illnesses. You know, a lot of COPD, CHF stuff like that. So, you know, and the young people we get tend to be, and I hate to say this, the overdoses, uh, you know, uh, involuntary committals, or you know, anemia, blood loss, stuff like that. But yeah, we have, we have a, a generally more aged population. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, with older folks, I've, uh, I've kind of experienced over the last, uh, who, who just pulled up. Um, I've experienced, uh, kind of firsthand when it comes to, um, some of my volunteer groups, when it comes to those that are, uh, not all there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, dementia and Alzheimer's really kind of, um, you know, it's, it's kind of big with the old, uh, the older population. I, I don't think it was back in the day. I think it's gotten worse, actually. Well, and I, I really think back in the day, it wasn't as widely known. That's you know, we just, we just said, uh, you know, Granny's just losing it. You know, she's just not lucid anymore, and we just deal with it. But now we know what's actually happening. So we can try, and, yeah. so we can try and combat it, you know. And I hope one day, you know, maybe we can find some kind of relief for these people, minus you know sedative medications or anything like that, because they deserve better. They deserve more. You know, you hope to improve the quality of life for them. You know, so I don't know if you've seen that movie. God, it came out forever ago. What was it? Deep Blue Sea, the shark movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, where they were trying to cure Alzheimer's by reactivating neurons in the brain. 
So, you know, I mean, maybe there's a, a path that way or people have even postulated using um, uh, magic mushrooms because it actually opens up new uh, neural pathways in the brain, which is why they're trying to use it for a treatment for PTSD. I don't know if you've heard about that at all. You know, I, but, uh, uh, the, what's that uh, um, TV? There's a channel called Vice. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've watched some of that. They yeah. actually got to talk a lot about that stuff. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a theory, you know, I mean, and you can postulate and you can start testing, but, you know, I'm sorry, I don't want my grandmother on magic mushrooms. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> you're not you're not testing it on my grandma. I don't give a hell. <laughs> but, you know, in my, in my youth, I did them, and I certainly don't want my grandmother going through what I went through. <laughs> well, you know, now, thinking about it, I mean, if there's the time to do it when you're old, that's the time. Absolutely. What was that? Uh, God, I always bring up movies when we come to references, but uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, yes. That, yeah, and the grandfather got kicked out of the nursing home for, <laughs> for snorting heroin. It's like, I'm 75. If I can't do it now, when can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, I, I really kind of agree with that in a way. He's 75, let him do what the hell he wants. <laughs> but you're not doing it in the nursing home, I can tell you that. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, uh, I used to work as a groundskeeper and assistant maintenance guy when I was 18 or 19. I think it was around 19 or something like that. And, uh-huh. um, eh, man, the, the stories there. Um, crazy good people though um i occasionally have i you know have them talk to me whatever when i'm supposed to be cleaning there was yeah the, the bearded lady she lived on the first floor and i think there was like maybe a dozen floors in it and it was nice it lived like literally a block from my my apartment that i lived in oh that's cool see i was lucky when i was in my teens my mom worked at a nursing home and you know, I used to volunteer there in my free time. I'd deliver the mail and fill up water pitchers, just kind of help out and talk to them. And I'm telling you, like, we'd go to the ice cream socials. I'd wheel them there in their wheelchairs and bingo or whatever and hang out and just talk to them. And those people were some of the coolest people that I ever talked to because, like, one lady, I told her where I went to school. I said, yeah, I go to Flowing Wells High School. And she goes, Flowing Wells. I remember riding down that road on a horse before it was ever paved. And it just was like, you serious? And I hung out and talked with this lady all afternoon, and I didn't even want to leave, and it was time for my mom to get off shift. She's like, we really got to go. Like, I'm ready to go home. And I was like, oh, like I'll, I mean, I'll I, never get this experience again. They have history, and that's the thing. That's yeah. The thing. That's yeah. why I've always... Uh interest me and I, I've been attracted to talking to you know older folks and uh, yeah. you know of course I'm here I'm getting close I'm about half a year from hitting uh, the 40 mark and soon in a what in about 20 years I'll be one of those people nah nah you got time man you got time shit I'm I'm, thir- I'm 38 I'm so, like, yeah, no, I, I remember there's a time that you had a phone that would be attached to the wall where, you know, you had the one where you'd have, like, spin the little, it had no buttons. And you had the rotary, finger rotary, man. Go to, yeah. And what was that Chris like, Rock skit? Oh. Da, 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 eight. 
Four. Oh, damn, I messed up. Hang up. I've done that, and it is frustrating. And we didn't have little things you could put in your ear to talk. You had to crick your neck and hold it against your ear, and then you end up with a thing in your neck. But I remember my grandmother up in New York, she still had one of the phones that wasn't working at the time. But you actually picked it up off the hook, and it had a completely separate, looked like a microphone you held in your mouth that you held in your ear, and it had the crank on it and everything. And I still remember her having one of those up in her house when I was a kid. You know, and you just, you don't, or party lines. I don't think anybody even knows what a party line is anymore. Yeah, and I, I've seen those before. I've never personally yeah. had one, but I have seen those, and it's... Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's old nowadays, you know. Oh, God, you can pick up the phone and just listen in on other people's conversations and then hang back up, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you didn't even have to be a weird gossip. You could just be sitting in the kitchen drinking coffee like, man, Susan's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Now you get a person. Oh. See... That's one thing as kids, ding dong ditch. You remember doing that as a kid? Yep. No? I oh, mean yeah. if you did that nowadays you'd get shot. Oh, but they yeah. got they got video cameras outside. They know who did it. it. Was that it was that prick kid from two doors down, Billy. You know, they oh, what happened to that innocent fun? Well, I mean, yeah. usually in, in that time, you know, of course, either they're gonna come walk into the door and you know, majority of the time, the kids don't answer the door. So, you know, the parent answers, and then it's yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> it's just like, oh no, this is gonna go bad. Or, or if it's the the friendly, you know, the more, you know, not so serious kind of uh, goofy one, they'll probably take some eggs or something, throw it at you next time they see you. Yeah. See now, the egg and the cars thing. Did you ever do that? Oh yeah, matter of fact, I, I, I did rocks and uh, I had a dude screech his car and uh, oh folks, hold on, he's got to go pee. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Eggs. Oh yeah, serious. No, I uh, I used to throw rocks too and uh, rocks. Oh yeah. Jesus, man. Small, small little pebbles, you know, no, nothing big. Define and, uh, small little pebbles. Because <laughs> what you just held up with your fingers is not a small little pebble. I mean, it's, now, it's I know y'all like can't see this, years, but you that know, thing was like a softball. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 like, 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 you know, I, I don't know. It's been thirty years. Not too big. So, this big old Buick, and you know the old Buicks boats. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, you, yeah. You could hit a light pole and it would just dent the bumper. But uh, it did that, but it creamed the light pole. Oh yeah. So I threw a rock and uh, you know we we kind of hide, kind of behind bushes or something, whatever. We lived in like a town home. Me and the kids would do that. And so I, I missed it when the other guys got it, and the car just came to a screeching halt. And I could hear the oh. guys yelling and screaming before the door even opened. And so we came out and started chasing us. And I, I don't even know how far I ran. Probably a good maybe, you know, quarter mile, maybe a little bit more. But I, I, I stopped throwing rocks at that point. 
I'll tell you with the egg thing. My parents never found out, but I'm, or anybody in my family, I'm sure if they listen to this, they'll know now. <laughs> you can't spank uh, me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so many years later, good luck. And if you do, I'm just going to enjoy it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember me and my, my friend Justin, had uh, we had snuck out of the house, and uh, we were hiding in a median of a road. And it was right by uh, Flowing Wells Junior High. And we had eggs. And I'm like, okay, here comes the car. And we both threw out the eggs right at the same time. And it hit that windshield so perfect. It we, we bang. We were like, oh, that's so good. And that car hit its brakes. Ah! Saw the, the ass end of the car come up. And we were like, run. So we both took off running. We run through this series of alleys. And we're both just pressed against this wall <laughs> in this alley. Like, well, okay, well, if he comes down here, what do we do? <laughs> oh, the guy never came down there. We ended up going back to my house, crawling through my bedroom window. And we're like, yeah, we don't, we don't need to do that again. That was moronic. <laughs> Why did we do that? And uh, then there was another time. Uh, there were these two brothers I hung out with, uh, Mike Montez and Brian Montez. And we were in their backyard. And this time we got caught because we were in their backyard. We had water balloons filled up, and they lived right next to a road. <clears throat> and uh, cars were going by, and we were just hurling water balloons over the fence at passing cars. <laughs> which is, people, I, I laugh, but it's so dangerous. Please don't do this. You can cause a wreck. You can hurt someone, kill someone. But I'm still going to laugh about this because <laughs> we were doing it. We're sitting there, and me and Mike were standing back, and his brother Brian, who was the youngest of us, I mean, he was back, and it was a complete, like, I mean, Mark Maddox throw, arm was back. He was going full extension, and his mom, Kathy, came out, <laughs> and she goes, what are you doing? And, man, his arm went forward, and whoosh, launched that thing, and we hear, and they hit, and we're, we just turned around. We all knew we were in trouble. We were like, yep, let's just kind of shuffle inside, and I'll just wait for my mom to get called and come pick me up. But I mean, I mean, but I mean that, that was the time. And, yeah, that, that was yeah. good times. And you could yeah, leave your door the, unlocked. You could, uh, you know, you, like it, let you could. Parents would let their kids just run around all day. You know? Oh yeah. And of course, it was like either you know once the sun starts setting or the the street lights, you know, whatever that yeah. is, or even a certain time. It's like hey, be home. That's so, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I would take my bike. You know, I would just bike just miles down the road down to like a oh, yeah. park with a creek. You know, I'd be all over the place. It was no big deal. And, uh, you know, that was a time, but at, at the same time, that's about when, uh, you know, just it came to a point when it was like, okay, it's time to lock the doors. I mean, think yeah. about the, uh, in Iowa, um, the Johnny Gosh, you know, do, do you remember that no. one? It was big no, one. no, no, no. Um, it was... Johnny Gosh and a couple other ki chi uh, child kidnappings that started the whole milk carton, uh, you know, have you seen me thing. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. And um, Johnny Gosh specifically is, is one that it's, it goes deep. It goes up to like senators, lawyers, stuff. I mean, it, it is like, I, I don't know how to put it. I mean, I, I've watched and listen, I've listened to many podcasts on it. I've watched many documentaries or videos on it I've read up on it I mean 
basic it's this it was he was kidnapped he was uh it was early in the morning delivering papers and okay. he was kidnapped and apparently um he was that kidnapping i guess he was sold or given into like this uh pedophile sex ring and yeah he lived to that till possibly even this day um oh my god oh yeah his parents said the law, local law enforcement there were like they're even tell the mother like don't quit get involved you know stop this whatever i guess wow. something, some something happened to that chair for whatever it was at the town later and you know it was it was a nightmare for her and every husband I, and i believe they split up because of it i don't remember but years down the road uh he had called apparently he had called his mother and you know i guess someone that escaped from that world or something kind of explain what's going on hey i've seen him and it was just it's like this is like really a big big conspiracy and it led into um, you're gonna have to get into this later like this might have to be a whole episode thing that oh, we get into man, later it's, i want to you know, hear about this like I'm, not, this interests me yeah not because it's i find it fascinating as in like you know, I like it, but it's it's disturbing and no, it's a story that needs to be told, though. Yes. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's it really shows like how big this pedophile ring is to where. It, oh, oh man. Do you it, do you get on the goes, dark web at all? Um, I don't really know exactly how. Um, okay. I, I've been wanting to just so I I mean for the simple fact of researching and also because. Another reason is because that uh, missing person organization uh, um, that I work with out here, Guardian Search and Investigations, I have a feeling that the pedophile, there are the sex trafficking, and possibly well, pedophile is rampant more so than people think on this on a wall. When we're when we're offline, I'll talk to you about how to get onto the dark web and actually how to search it. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's not talking about the dark web. He's talking about YouTube. <laughs> I'm not afraid of being kidnapped. Look, there's nothing people can do to me that I'm not willing to get done to myself. So, <laughs> but <laughs> offline, I'll discuss that with you because yeah. I, I've, I've, yeah, I've spent time on it, and it's a, uh, it's not some place anybody wants to go or wants to be. But it's some place that people need to, especially people who want to help, can get on and actually research and look at and find. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it, but, it, it's, it's a completely heinous thing that. Yeah. It, it, it's the dark underbelly of the internet that most I think a lot of people don't know about. Oh yeah. Or, or have never even heard of. And they they're, spend, they're, they spend all day, you know, on the internet slamming and. You know, some politician or, or exactly. You know, being an expert lawyer, judicial person. You know, oh. about any subject in the news today. So yeah, damn barracks lawyers of the Facebook. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. You know, and I'll have to say this: when I first, when I was introduced to the internet, and I, you know, during my time in the military, I was, uh, um, I, I became that person. And it just took me a, little, a few years to really kind of like open up my eyes and, you know, just be like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. And I was like, I got to get out of this because it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm brainwashed. Oh, dude, it's, it's so polarizing because it puts you on one side or another. And really, I, uh, my buddy Gary and I were talking about this last night. 
and how we were discussing, you know, Republicans and Democrats and whatnot. And instead of finding a common ground to where, you know, let's find the things that we can agree on and solve those issues. Like we all agree healthcare is screwed up. Mm-hmm. Now let's get together and solve it. Yeah. Or we all we we all agree that, you know, the taxation laws are screwed up. Now let's get together and solve it. But people want to stick so much to one side or another just because it's their side. Why? Or, or it's something that like someone that they follow is picking and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. Well so and so said this. Who gives a shit? What do you think? What are your ideas on it? Tell me what you know about tariffs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like either they have a particular party or a particular politician or a particular, you know, Facebook uh, popular person, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, they follow. And if they say something, that's what they say. And yes. it's so rampant. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. That, that type of mentality in the veteran world on social media is ruining it. I mean, it's... And I mentioned this a couple podcasts ago. It is completely ruining our our community. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. And you can't be an where, you can't almost be an individual in that community. You can't right, just yeah. have an opinion if you don't go along with the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's bad enough if you have some type of, uh, um, you know, someone starts some rumors, and next thing you know, it blows up big, and you just can't really you know get away from it. Like um, one of the many. Um, organizations I volunteer for. Um, I was president for a little bit. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and we had some issues with some people and we as a, you know as the leadership we all got together and did a, you know a vote to have that you know have some people removed and it backlashed. I mean it like our websites, our, our accounts, everything was getting hacked into. There was like anonymous videos being made to attacking myself personally and others they were threatening Are you serious my family myself oh yeah like just completely trying to you know demonize and i and this is due to online stuff i mean this is yeah. fake stuff this isn't because real it was because one of the individuals that were removed from our organization had a following and so jesus and they all they attacked like a cult like yes exactly and you know this one it pissed me off you know because and one it it like my reputation in the whole veteran community just dropped like dropped where people that i thought were friends that i talked to often they stopped talking to me and you know it's it you know they'd have their own little rumors and then when i'd have someone tell me about it you know that is that was there when the rumors went on i would bring it out to some of the others and tell me i didn't know what i was talking about you know and it's like all right fine so i i just started getting away from this veteran community online because it's too there's two-faced there's a lot of two oh yeah those that you know if if you don't contribute to their popularity or their you know if you don't contribute to them then you're nothing yes it's it's so frustrating it's like literally mentally exhausting when some of these online communities were actually helping me on a, on a mental when i needed it and now yeah, yeah. they're it's actually making myself worse you know and for those of you who don't you know don't know dave on a personal level like i mean this is a guy who's been my friend since 2003 i mean this guy has stuck by me through thick and thin we've been friends since the first day we met 
and I've never met a more loyal and honest person. Like, yeah, he's got his opinions, and we differ. And we differ on a lot of stuff. Shark Week. Like, yeah, Shark Week. Yeah, perfect. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, we can, he has the ability to communicate with people, unlike most people I know, where he can disagree with you. He will accept your opinion, but kindly say, I, you know, I can accept that that's your opinion, but that's just not what I believe. But I respect you for believing that. And that means a lot. You know, I, I don't know how many people of you have friends that will say that to you. I mean, honestly, to your face, like, yes, I don't agree with you, but I still respect you and love you for who you are. But we just don't agree on this. But we can still talk about it and debate about it and discuss about it. And he doesn't get angry or upset or anything. He'll give you his facts. You give him you know, your facts, and that's what it is. And then you leave it at that and walk away. You know, And it's very rare to find that in a person, that kind of genuine nature. You'll never find that in most people. Still I still mean, his uh, nose and flings it all over the place. Are you talking about me? No, me. Oh well, I don't. I don't care about you picking your nose. Yeah. I'm decent enough to eat mine. You flick yours. I, I when I was like five, I, I used to eat mine. It's like a little salty. So you're saying I'm five? Coming <laughs> at me like that now? I'm five? It's it's got some like salty. I don't know how to. I can still like taste it out there all these. In years. my opinion, it builds your immune system. Okay. Does that make you're the, sense? You're, you're in the medical profession, so I'm just going to... Okay. I'm just going to say that because it sounds good. Because I don't know another way to say I eat my boogers and it sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> this one guy in Arkansas is loving this shit. <laughs> Did we come up with a name for him? I don't remember. Uh, let's call him Stan. Stan's a great no, name. No, 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 can't be that name. I don't like. Why? I, I, I know it's. I know one that's just complete. No. No stands. Pat. Pat, like the guy that, that chewed bit on my you. arm. The guy that bit you. He bit me more like chewed on my arm. Okay, well he chewed on you. Oh, no, you you were gnawed upon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That still cracks me the frig up to this day. Like, I think about that and I just die. I'm like, are you serious? He yeah. bit biscuits? So, people were crying, man. I mean, just, I mean <laughs> of course, I, I, mean, I, I have a trouble mentioning stories over and over again. But, yeah. But uh, it's worth mentioning because it was so... That story made, made the rounds in the barracks for two years. Yeah. Oh, you're the guy who got bit? Yeah. You know, and I was more pissed off about the fact that I was cooking and I and I speared, spilled my beer. I was about to say spear. Spilled beer. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and no, I take it back. I was also pissed I had to go to the ER. Yeah, you did. Because the, the, the firefighters and the ambulance, they're like, I, I flat out refused to go. And until one of the ambulance guys, goes, or the MTs, or whatever you want to call it, he asked one of the people there, I forgot what her name was, and she's like, "Just can you can you drive him, please? Can you talk him and do it? I'm like, fine, I'll go. Was it Emily? No, no, it was like that one weird one with the short hair. Oh, Cassie! 
Yes, 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 Cassie. Yeah, That's right. she used to always drink black velvet. Oh my god. She had that spiky, spiky hair. She, ah, oh, dude, she was awesome. She was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was an awesome chick. And um, but yeah, that was. I, I did not want to go. But yeah. None of us ever wanted to go to medical unless we were stealing signs that said "reserve seating for." <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when security came over and stole them back and we're all pissed about it? Oh, yes, yes. You guys got to stop taking these. These aren't yours. We know. Well, we took them. Oh, my God. Oh, and the, and the cones? Yeah, the parking cones. The orange cones. cones. Um, I think that was Mongo and myself grabbed a whole bunch of orange cones. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, if you guys... uh. If you guys stick around and actually follow our site on Facebook, sooner or later we'll uh, we'll get some pictures up. <laughs> okay, of, uh, you know, I, I have some that of the one people. with some of us, yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got you, Mongo, Emily. Ah, uh, geez, who else is in that picture? Well, one of them was an old roommate of mine. Um, the white truck, the big white truck. Matter of fact. Steve, no, was, Steve, Steve. Yes, because he and I, it was, yeah. it was the three of us. We went golfing. Uh, down at Hickam, that part, that uh, that part three, whatever, the nine hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we were all drunk, and we decided to leave you sleeping on a bench halfway through. Yeah, you assholes. <laughs> well, if we, you, we, <laughs> here's what's sad. Somebody else wakes you up and says your buddies are up there, <laughs> and you're like, all right, then, <laughs> get up, put your bag onto your bag, and you're like, let me go up and hit this par four, then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, I mean, because we, we tried to wake you up, and uh, you, you didn't wake up. I think you murmured something, so, you know, Steve's like, well, fuck, just come back and get him later. I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, I was on, like, a two-day bender then. <laughs> and there was that one time he parked his truck. Uh, remember that little, uh, it was like a little, I guess a little offset. Oh, yeah. He went yeah. around Caprunus on the other side, and he used to always park his big white truck over there. And he always said, you know, my key's in the in the glove box if you guys need the truck. Well, one day I needed the truck, so I went and got beer and came back and I parked it in the parking garage. And I parked it right next to my motorcycle. I don't know why I didn't take my motorcycle, probably because I want to get like 24 beers, but whatever. So uh, I parked it back and I was up in the second floor lounge and it came up all pissed. You drove the truck! I was like, you said I could take the truck whenever I needed it. And I was just laying down on this couch, and he's like, get up. I said, not if you're going to hit me. I said, why would I get up if you're going to hit me? I said, beer's over there, man. And he's like, fine, I'll get a beer. They sat down, cracked a beer, and 10 minutes later, everybody was laughing. I was like, really? Is this that serious? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I loved about that place. Like, you know, five minutes you guys were mad at each other, and the next three hours, everybody got along. Every holiday, somebody would be cooking something. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, God. We had some good food. Oh, yeah. Tuna. Oh, God, the fresh tuna. When it people went fishing. Oh. 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 It didn't matter if you knew anybody. You may be like, you know, hey, huh? hey go eat. Yeah, you hungry? Food's inside. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But, yeah, it's... Facebook, man, it's... I don't know, it's, it's changing everything. Yeah, it is. People are so addicted and so... I don't know. I don't know if they're in need of that validation of their viewpoints or... 
you or know what? The the only I mean there was a while I thought about deleting. Actually, I've taken a few breaks from it. Whatever I I have a separate account or second one because my first one I had too many friends on there. And we've uh, had like two thousand four hundred and some. I don't know. I mean, you're a popular guy. Let's be honest. I'm not popular. People just add me because I do a lot of veteran stuff. Oh, people don't. People add you because they like you. You're a good guy. I mean, you you honestly are. You're a great guy. You do good things for good people. I'm creepy. How? how, how <laughs> You're not just, creepy. I'd let you just, around, my son. They, they're. I'm creepy. They. Just I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust you next to me at a urinal, but I would trust you with my kid. <laughs> you need a hand? Yeah, you, you've already given me a hand. All right. <laughs> Please get your finger out of my pants, sir. <laughs> no, I, 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 and honestly, like, um, a couple of organizations that I help out is communication is through Facebook. So it's yeah. kind of like that's, I, I use that for work. And, you know, I, I try to, like, don't the, the feed, the Facebook feed. I like, I'll only go so far, but I'm like, screw it. I'm like, I'm not looking at that yeah. anymore. Well, I don't, I don't like the whole, you know, press, you know, or like and pray for or like for amen or all that crap. I mean, come on. Really? Really? I mean, if it's, if someone does it all the time, it's annoying. But if they do it once in a while, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, hey, you know, my mom's sick, you know, throw up a prayer. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to like that and I certainly will. But, you know, if you're on there all the time. You know, my cat's got a cough. Who gives a shit? You know, take him to the vet. Come on. No one cares. I see a video of it. My cat coughing? Yeah. Not my cat coughing. I don't know how I mean like my, oh. the coughing okay. I built my cat. <laughs> well, my I'm cat. Want a picture of the coughing. <laughs> well, when my, when my cat Hamlet actually passes, I'll build him a coffin and send you a picture of it. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> oh, it's gonna make my week, man. I'm about to build a cat coffin now. Oh yeah, decorate it. I will. It'll be in all Shakespeare quotes. Nice. Well, his name's Hamlet. You know, you got to give him his proper respect. Yes, yes, very true. Yeah, so I'm uh. uh um, man, I keep forgetting what I'm saying. It's all right. About... Huh? It's all right. What was I saying? I forget. You Some of uh, the veterans organizations you work with on no, Facebook. No, after, after that. In a moment of silence. <laughs> I am thinking, people. You have two very confused old men here. So when we when we both look at each other and say, "What were you saying?" We gotta think a lot. <laughs> a lot of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I quit that a long time ago. Thank God. Two gerbils pro- just two gerbils just came up to us and said, "Hey, stop, stop." The, pr- the, the problem is my my thoughts have to go through a lot of beers, suds, and bong resin to get to, <laughs> to get to the frontal lobe. Oh man. <laughs> Let's see. So, oh, did you watch the movie uh, My Dinner with Andre? 
No. I have not. I put have it, not. Put it, uh, put it on your, like, feature to-do it, list or something. It, it, well it, that's on my list. Screamer. Screamers from the 80s. Uh, Peter Weller. It's kind of like a Space Tremors. Okay. That's on my list. And uh, Sam Pebbles. Yep. Uh, Steve McQueen. That's, that's on my list. And uh, I think that, that Johnny Gosh one, I think I, I can find like a video that's less than an hour. Mm -hmm. try to, I'll, I'll send that to you. Um, folks, get on our Facebook page. Tell us we suck. You can. I even added the rate option so you can give us a 1.0. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or a .01. I, exactly, if, if they know how to do that. But I, I don't even know how to rate it. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> and... And for anybody who listens, I just want to, you know, thank you. You know, this is just two guys who are old friends that just like sitting and BSing with each other and talking about stuff that interests them. Why Why would people want to listen? I have no clue. Because we are... I, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even have a good reason. I'm trying to think of I, I, I talk I to like hardly anybody ever listens to me. You know, whether it's, it's at home, it's at work, it's the, on the phone. I have like this just straight monotone voice that doesn't change, you know, at all. It's just, my voice is boring, you know? <laughs> What's funny is like, I talk to my family and I get, huh? So my family doesn't even listen. I'm expecting people in an ether <laughs> to want to be interested in what I say. And it's ridiculous. My own dog walks away from me. <laughs> it doesn't even look up from his balls and take a break. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> but like I always said, I don't even care if anybody listens. I just care that we get to do this, man, because this is like the, uh, the highlight of my week every week. It's, 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 I enjoy it. I, I needed something like this. I mean, I mean, it's... <laughs> This is like, let's go back to the, you know, suicide topic with veterans, you know, when they're getting out, because I, you know, I'm, this is a topic I'm going to bring up, you know, often, because, you know, I, I've seen it, I've been to the point where I've almost done it myself, um, I've I made it a point to help people, and it's, it's, man, it's, it's a hard, it's a tough one, and, yeah, uh, it, it is, one of the biggest things is just talk to people, you know, that you worked with, right. served with, you know, something, Especially someone you served with, have at least at least one person from that time frame that you keep in touch with. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. It, that helps a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't and you live in an area there, there's no military, it's uh, it, it'll you'll it'll bring you down. You'll go downhill quick. Oh yeah, so, I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of ex-military, and so we always had that. You know, kind of camaraderie between each other. You know, maybe ex Air Force, ex Army. It always seems like every shop or area I work in, section, nurse, even nursing departments. You know, I shit. What? There's four or five now I work with that are all ex-military. Yeah. And we can all just sit down and BS about the times. You know, I, I work with one of my partners, Melissa, who is I consider one of my best friends. You know, she was in Kosovo. She was Army when, when Kosovo was kicking off. And, you know, she lived in Germany and, you know, just talking to her and we talk about living in Europe. You know, she lived in a different area than I did, but, you know, we can still talk about that. Yeah. And it's that, that, that common ground you have. And it's just about finding somebody with common ground if you're feeling low or down or dejected or rejected, you know. 
how you you find that common ground with that one person they can really yank you out of whatever low point you're in yeah I mean and you can go from there like a hobby something to get your mind the key is something that's going to get your mind off of absolutely you down. and it's hard it's not absolutely. easy just no. saying it is you know yeah. like like it's easy it's not and it's take it's, up woodworking oh okay yeah yeah you know yeah. it's and you, know, you you gotta treat you gotta help yourself before you can help you know yeah. I mean and then it's it's like a it's it's like a roller coaster because you know you, you can help yourself you're doing good you know so you start whatever it is you do and then all of a sudden you come back right back down and you start right. again and it's you, you gotta well, keep a piece of yourself that you leave when you get out of the military that's I think the key. But it, it seems to be when you're helping others, you forget about you. Yeah. You know, there, there's that there's that level, and that's why I'm always thankful I found service professions, professions that help me help other people. You know, because I for that 12 hours, that 14 hours, I can forget about whatever's going on with me, and I can just concentrate on them. And that that, that really puts you in perspective, because when you're driving home, you're not worried about you. You're wor- you're still worried about them. You're still worried about their situation and what's going on with them. And then, even when you're with your family and you wake up, you're still like, God, I hope they're okay. I hope they did good today. You know, I hope I go back and they're fine. You know, you need that. You need something that is not self-serving. That that serves others. You know, f- find a hobby. Find three hobbies: one that makes you money, one that cre- keeps you creative, and one that helps you help people. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. Yeah, that, that's the key. So. I mean, if if any if any for any of our listeners, if you're feeling down or something, you know, put a message up on our Facebook page. Absolutely. We can't do, you know, we will, we'll give you, we'll send you somewhere that can. Yeah, we both, um, Gravy and I, have a lot of connections with people for all different kind of things. So, like I said, absolutely. If you need help, we'll recommend you to a lot of different organizations that specialize different things. Oh yeah, yeah. And if one of us can't help you, the other one can. No, you're not alone in anything. So, God damn it, Tim, we're talking here. Okay, man, it's uh, it's almost an hour and twenty five minutes. Um, right. I, I, God, uh, it doesn't even feel like that. It feels like we've been talking for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, it it, it does. <laughs> if we ever get if we ever get together, our families are gonna hate us. You know that, right? Oh yeah. Because they're gonna be like, you guys have been gone for three days. Really? <laughs> Shit. It's like two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let me uh, let's sign off here. And uh, hey, folks, listen. Um, take care of each other. All right. And uh, don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, brother. All right, biscuit signing off. I'll see you later, homie. All right.